I'm Nadelle, and I want to welcome you to Beyond the Booty podcast. I have a passion to see women thrive and take control of our health, our hearts, our identity, and our life. This podcast will focus on identity, relationships, faith, health, and so much more. It will be a place where women are encouraged to discover our worth and empowers us to thrive whole and healed in a society that celebrates brokenness. I'm so happy you've joined the conversation. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Booty podcast. I hope you are all doing amazing out there. Today I'm going to be talking about how do we know that God is real. This is something that I get asked all the time. I have so many stories of God just working in my life, so many encounters, so many moments where God just showed me that he was absolutely real. And this started from the time that I was a child. I actually battled a lot of dark spirits growing up, and I'll talk another time about my uh, victory over that and how God was able to just really show up and rescue me from that time. Um... But as I look back on my life, I can see that he was always there. He's been my protector and my biggest supporter. He's been my father and my friend. He shifted worlds and he's overcome logistical challenges to ensure that I didn't stay where I wasn't supposed to be, that I didn't rot in my brokenness and that I didn't squander my entire life chasing wrong relationships and things. If I think about what he has been more than anything, he's been my savior. But not as the word describes him, the savior of my very soul, but really the savior here on earth from things and people meant to destroy my spirit, my my body, and my mind. Many times I willingly gave those things up to be consumed, but he continuously stood alongside me, making sure that even in my bad decisions, that I would come out on the other side unharmed. He's always there to patch me up, refine me in the process, and dust me off. I know you're probably thinking this all sounds really good. Stick with me. I'm going to be giving you real life examples of just a few tiny ways that God has shown up in my life. And then you get to be the judge for yourself. Even when I judged and hated myself, he'd speak words of love and acceptance into my ear. I would cry so hard into the floor, my tears falling just inches as they soak the carpet because I hung so very low, but he'd hover over me and put his giant arms around me and told me that I was more. My whole life I've been carried by him, this I know. Times haven't always been easy and I've had my share of trials and hard times just like we all have, but he called me to a place of intimacy with him that ultimately got me through each hardship with peace, joy, and hope. When I lost everything and the husband that he gave me for a portion of my life, God promised me a new beginning. So even in death, he was there promising me life. He's a good father. I'm undeserving of what he's done for me, how he truly loves me, and how he's literally shifted the universe to get to me. I write a little bit about this in my last encounter called The Bondage of Religion, about how God literally spoke to me at age 26 and led me to his truth. I had an encounter where I heard from him. I want everyone to know this love. I want everyone to know how he called me out of a season of promiscuity and drunkenness to become his. He never judged me or showed disappointment. I know that some religions say that he's disappointed, he's angry, and he's wrathful, but that's not the God I know. 
He knew every step that I would take and how I'd eventually get to him. Because he created me, he knew that my actions were not representative of my true self, and he consistently reminds me that I am more than I have believed for myself. He's healed me of fear and anxiety. He's rescued me from depression and lack, and he has broken the generational curses that plagued my family for so many years. When I chose death, God, you said life. When I chose to be an orphan, you said I was your daughter. When I chose to hate myself, you told me that I was not only loved, but lovable. When I question everything that I say because I'm certain that no one wants to hear from me, you raise me up to speak and write and encourage. When I chose a path of teaching children in a suburb of Detroit, you closed that door and you said that you would instead take my teaching gift to the nations. When I settled for mediocre relationships, you severed those and told me to expect more. When I suppressed emotions, you forced me to get naked and purge my pain and inadequacy to you so that you could remove the lies and fill me with your truth. When I question you, you answer and give me wisdom. When I've yelled at you, yes, I yell at him often, you didn't turn your face away in anger but took another step towards me. When I questioned if prayer even works after not seeing prayer answered the way that I thought it should be answered, you showed up for three straight weeks and answered every prayer that was spoken that day to prove to me that you were real, present, and able. I mean, who am I that the God of the universe would need to prove anything? But that's who you are. I'll never forget the year that I wanted a Christmas tree with pre-strung lights, but we couldn't afford it. It wasn't even a prayer that I spoke, but simply a desire in my heart. I never spoke the words because I already knew that my husband and I couldn't afford a pre-lit tree and there was no point in bringing it up and making him feel bad. I simply thought that it would be nice to have a pre-lit tree and though the words never even left my mouth, God heard me and delivered one to my door. No note, no delivery tag, just a brand new tree sitting in a box at our fourth floor condo door. I was in such shock that I left it out there for 24 hours thinking that someone must have forgotten it. I asked around and people had no idea what I was talking about. I finally accepted that it was a gift from my father. After enjoying that tree for several years, I was able to pass it along to a single mom and my Jesus tree brought even more blessings to yet another heart. That is who you are. In the middle of the hardest moments of being a caregiver for Matt, He always sent words and people to remind me that he was there, that my future was intact and that he wasn't leaving me. He comforted me in the darkest moments and let me see glimpses of hope each day. He empowered me with boldness to speak life and tell others about him. He gave me joy in the midst of deep suffering because he allowed me to see that my future would be secure as long as I remained in him. He is my anchor, he's my love, he's my everything, and apart from him, nothing that this world has to offer is good. I remember the days of giving my body to strangers and how that must have broken his heart. I was looking for a savior before I knew that that was him. And even after finding him, I often fell back into the trap of needing to be fulfilled by others who couldn't live up to the task of making me whole. Each time one of them failed, he welcomed me back into his arms and forgave me. Many times he forgave me when I wasn't even sorry outwardly. 
but he looks deeper than the cheap words that we often fail to speak. I'm so undeserving of this radical love, but still he gives it freely. This is who he is. This is the father I yearn to display and tell others about. I feel so often I fall short of representing him accurately. I'm a human. I'm flawed. I'm broken. I'm unqualified. I remember when you told me to look for a rainbow God as proof of your approval over my current relationship. I looked to the sky for two whole days and didn't see it. I was so discouraged. Then on the third day, you delivered it through a video and a text. Not one rainbow, but over 20 rainbows splattered all over the house of an unknowing family member. Rainbows of blessings, she texted as I stood in awe of who you are to me. You reminded me that day to stop putting you in a box. I remember the moment he freed me once and for all from anxiety and panic attacks. I had suffered for over six years going from doctor to doctor wondering what was wrong with me. After a doctor diagnosed me with panic attacks, I refused to settle for that diagnosis and walked out without completing the appointment. As another attack came, I finally got mad and cried out to God to help me. He showed me a verse in the Bible in 1 Timothy 1.7. He told me to speak it out daily. It became the anthem of my life. I began to declare what he said in his word instead of what the enemy was whispering in my ear. The enemy told me that I was dying, that I was unworthy, and that I was full of fear and that I would always suffer in silence. But God said that he did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. That day when I chose to believe God instead of the lies and began to fight back and made the devil mad. The panic attacks intensified and I could physically feel dark spirits surrounding me. It intensified most when I was in the shower and I would speak out the verse over and over to keep from being overcome. God fought with me and I spoke through my fears. It took six months, but God would end what would have been over six years of attacks on my mind and my body. Now, he could have removed the anxiety and panic attacks instantly, but instead, in his wisdom, he taught me that year to fight and battle with my mouth and showed me the power of declaring his powerful words over my life and my situation. His word is a sword and it is powerful against the plots and plans of darkness. I've been anxiety and panic attack free for over eight years now. There are so many miracles in so many moments like these. You are worthy. Thank you for rescuing me, God. Freedom resides in you and your word. I am desperately aware. All right, guys, I hope you found that helpful. I hope you found that interesting. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please also leave me a rating and share with all of your friends. Finally, please come see me at beyondthebooty.com for a lot of exclusive content in the subscriber spot. Have an amazing day.